there, and welcome to this episode of A Couple Takes on MS. Hi, I'm Dan Digman. And hi, it's me, Jennifer Digman. And we're A Couple Takes on MS. I'm walking. I'm rolling. But together, we're moving forward. And today, we actually are moving forward um, spurred by a question that we had received from a listener um, through our email, uh, coupletakesonms at gmail.com. And it was just a question about what keeps us motivated as a man living with multiple sclerosis, relapsing remitting, and a woman living with secondary progressive multiple sclerosis, who is also a wheelchair user. And just what, what keeps us motivated and moving forward on a day-to-day basis just through everything that we deal with as individuals and a couple taking on multiple sclerosis? It's a great question because uh, sometimes I wonder, it's just like, do you feel like sometimes you're just like going through, going, I don't want to say going through the motions, but it's just like you just do. And then when you actually have to stop and think, what does keep you motivated? That's a really good question. And we will talk about that. But I first wanted to talk about, we had someone follow up with us on Facebook, our Facebook page, and they talked to us about episode 63, where you and I, Dan, talked about the high cost of living with multiple sclerosis. Huge cost of living with Huge multiple cost. sclerosis. And as our listeners may remember, we just talked about just the day-to-day expenses and the realities of MS. And a listener reached out and she said, don't forget about service animals that was that was a great point just in terms of like how how expensive they are and actually following up on that i had a co-worker who had looked into a service animal for her family and she just talked about the expenses and i mean this this really adds a huge element in terms of cost for living with multiple sclerosis yes because not only I mean, it's an animal, so you need to feed and, you know, take care of vet bills and just day-to-day the care of the animal, grooming or just just everything that goes into owning a pet. You know, if you have a dog, flea shampoo or flea medicine, mm-hmm. and then again, the vet. But, you know, you need to train that I was going to say what happens just with the straight-up training. Because, I mean, you know, everybody has pets. But, I mean, this is there's a, a huge element then that comes with training for training. Do that supposed to need certification? I would imagine, and you would have to reach out. And I don't know who helps with the cost of the training. And if you do it, is it tax-deductible? I know when you're, you know, Dan, we've talked about you going back to school to increase your training. Well, if you have a dog, a service animal, do they need to sporadically go back? And, you know, if you're having trouble and let's say we, you and I, Dan, were to get a service animal and he or she couldn't help with something, we couldn't get the dog to to realize that we need to pick up a pencil or something, Mm -hmm. then who pays for that training? How do we get that training? So I thought that was really interesting from 
someone who had listened to our episode talk about the cost of service animals. And then my caregiver, she wanted me to mention, don't forget about the cost to caregivers. You know, we mm-hmm. we certainly want to include Jen. And so if we go out to lunch, you know, we'll certainly pick up the bill. That's nice. Or if we don't, then Jen feels obligated or she wants to participate. So there's that. But then the the cost of being a caregiver. We've talked about the the fact that caregivers are not paid enough ever. Right. So who pays for her to drive to our house? Who pays for the gas money? And then postage if she has to mail things or just day-to-day expenses. So we really think there are just a number of expenses that we kind of didn't even touch on. Well, and because then when you talk about the, the about caregiver and stuff that, you know, through things like the, the My Choice Medicaid waiver programming, mean, that helps to, you know, that's an expense. But then think of when there's stories about the amount of care that I do and that loved ones do for free. You know, yeah. how much, how much money am I, you know, because truly then I'm like your live-in caregiver, you're my live-in caregiver. And then just everything that you do for me, everything I do for you that in a perfect world would have a caregiver to do that stuff. Right. I mean, so then it's like the amount of expense that loved ones do in terms of caregiving literally for free. Well, and the that you can't put a price on your physical health, Dan. Mm-hmm. And I realize being my caregiver, it certainly there are times when you could, maybe not you in particular, but a spouse may not do some extracurricular activities, some mm-hmm. fun things, or work at a job, for example, because they have to be home to take care of their person. And... That's expense. And then the physical expense. You transfer me, you know, for what, 18 years of our marriage, you have transferred me. And now for the past few years, you've been doing it exclusively. We have not had a caregiver who can transfer me. So I have to think, what is that doing to your physical body? And that's a cost that you can't put a price on. Well, and then, I mean, just as we're talking about this, just how much this is opening, just almost like a whole nother episode about the cost of living with multiple sclerosis, because then you talk about service animals and things, and then I'm like, well, could you get a prescription for that in the same way that conceivably could I, as a person living with MS, get a prescription for regular massages rather than paying out of pocket for that? Um, I had, you know... That that's just there's so much involved with that. There's so much, but we appreciate the listeners that reached out to us and brought those questions to our to our mind, and we're just curious if any of you listening have points to add to that or suggestions, ways to to deal with those costs. Um, we had our support group meeting, our in person support group meeting this past weekend, Dan and I, where we talked caregiving realities with all of the couples at our group. And it's just the reality so many of us, you know, thank heavens we're married and we have that support. 
and we're lucky. But if you're, if you don't have the support, or even if you do, what is the cost of that? So I think, you know, we would love to continue this conversation and potentially, babe, like you said, maybe have another episode about the high cost of living with multiple sclerosis. And like you said, then for anybody who has thoughts, ideas, tips, um, tricks, or other things we haven't talked about, um, send us an email to a couple takes on MS at gmail.com or find us on our Facebook is a couple takes on MS and um, we can get it down and we can talk about it. Because, yeah, the costs, I don't, yeah. I mean, the costs are, the costs are a reality of our life. And when you think about that, it's one of the uh, bajillion things about this disease, living with a chronic illness like Mm -hmm. multiple sclerosis, they can bog you down and slow you up. But, you know, we had someone reach out and say, what motivates us? What keeps us moving forward? And for me, I can tongue-in-cheek say, well, I keep moving forward because I have a wheelchair. (laughs) But that's, again, just a kind of little tee-hee. But, babe, what about you? What keeps you moving forward? Yeah, well, it is. I mean, what does keep you motivated? What keeps me moving you know, just because you think about it, I've lived with the disease since uh, Valentine's Day of 2000. So that's, you know, we're pushing 24 years now and you're pushing. Uh, uh, it'll be 26 uh, years in a couple yeah, of weeks. Like, yeah, like in a month or so. But, it, I, you know, it's like every time, every day the alarm goes off, I lay there in bed. Is it lay or lie? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't, you're the I, you're the word. You're the. I, I write around it. Um, <laughs> I, 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 that's I, a skill. The alarm goes off, and I don't get out of bed right away. And it I is. like it, what I, you did there. <laughs> see how I did that? Yes. Um, but it is. It's just. It's just. It's all. I think we're just so busy that it's like the thought is the second I put my feet on the floor, it's going to be non like truly nonstop for the next twelve fifteen hours. Um. I think just pushing past multiple sclerosis, I think it's um, one thing that I always think, and this was a, a mess or a lesson from a book that um, the wrestling coach from when I went to college at Warburg College, and he had written a book, um, and it was just his saying is, do it anyway. And, and he just talked about to Coach Jim Miller and just how that's the the message the the mantra that he instilled in all the wrestlers he's like you know you aren't going you're you're going to wake up at five in the morning you have to get up for training you have to go stay out late doing homework and stuff and you don't want to do you don't want to do it he's just like just just do it anyway just motivate yourself to do it he said that you know in terms of talking about uh championship and everything and i mean warburg we were just like total dynamo in uh, division three wrestling. I don't, can't even count how many national championships they've had. Um, but he's like, just how that motivation and that how, and, and it's like the sense of success begets success. And that the more you do, the more motivated you are. And even though you're tired, you don't want to do it. Just get up, just do it. And, and I think that's just as simple as just getting out of bed. Just, just do it anyway. Yep. Get up, get your day started. I like to believe 
even when you don't want to get up and you feel that you have to, that's your control. You know, there's mm-hmm. so much about this disease I can no longer control, whether it be eating, my bladder, my not walking, I don't drive. And I could go on and on and think of the negative things, but I can control that I can get up. I can get my day started. I'm blessed to have a caregiver. I have you. And so I just, I want to go forward and see what I can what I can control about this uncontrollable disease. And so that motivates me is just look at me slay this dragon mm-hmm. of of MS and look what I can get accomplished in a day. I like, I personally, and I don't know about you, but I like going to bed feeling like I made a difference, whether that was I made you giggle or <laughs> I... I went out in the community and I spent some money just to stimulate my economy. That's the way I can just, you know, justify going shopping. But it works for me and that's that's what I do and that's what keeps me going. That motivates me. And I, I think it helps to to not make not make your life just about multiple sclerosis and to make your life about other people and that Amen. you know the sense the sense and knowing the the feeling that there are other people who are counting on me and it, and I, and I don't have to like move mountains for this doesn't have to be like a mega everything but even you know doing an online chat or something or having a phone call or just like you know setting those those I guess the look forwards to look forward twos yes um but setting that is just like okay well i know my friend is counting on me to call them today even if it's for five minutes and just having that and then all of a sudden it's just like anything it's like anytime we want to go out or do or we're just like i don't really want to go but you push yourself to do it and when it's all done you're just like what a great thing you just you realize when you have those experiences that it's just, again, it doesn't have to be a mega huge thing. It's just even as simple as saying, I'm going to read five pages of my book today. You just, you have that sense of accomplishment. Absolutely. And just to stay active and to do things and don't put off things. I'm a huge procrastinator. Huge, huge, huge. Me too. But when you get things done and you feel accomplished and you remain motivated and productive, and I know that there are tips and those kind of, those pieces of advice, and I we have a link that we will share in our podcast, Liner Notes. It's from an article from MS News Today, mm-hmm. and that offers some good suggestions, and I... I always, you know, I just feel that there are some really insightful, insightful phrases. And I, uh, I remember, again, I eat a lot of Chinese food. (laughs) (laughs) But I swear I had a fortune once that said, nothing worth having is easy to get. And so that motivates me when I want something like if I want it badly enough, I'm going to put my effort into it. 
And hopefully, you know, I'll be surrounded with a team of people that can help me do it if I can't do it on my own. But then I read a really good quote from Albert Einstein. And it just said, in the middle of every difficulty lies opportunity. And maybe that's something where we can reframe our way of thinking. The difficulty is difficult, duh, but it's also an opportunity. And opportunity's knocking, so you, you need to answer it. Oh, I like that. Thank you. <laughs> and I, I think it's just like, it is, it's finding those lines, those mantras, those things that drive you. Um, I mean, I, I could write a whole book or at least half a, you know, on, on all the lines of Springsteen that um, motivate me. And I think um, the line, when it comes to luck, you make your own. And it's just like, yeah, that's what we do. It's just like, I can sit back and wait for things to happen or I can go out and do something about it. And I think that goes back to the whole uh, Tombstone, Billy Bob Thornton, yeah, um, Kurt Russell, or just like you can do something about it. You're just going to stand there and bleed. It's just like, no, I'm going to do something. And again, I I just want to reiterate that it's like, we don't have to do an you know, everybody do the best to your abilities. Um, you know, some people are going to be able to do more than me, than others. But it's just like even just giving it your best, doing your thing. And so it's just like, I, I think it's just, just um, quoting and, you know, citing sources. But the, one of the biggest things from our uh, f- friend Damian Washington and stuff where he says, just show up. Just you just want to show up, just, show just up. be there, be present, um, and and just know that there's other people who are counting on you. Um, so that's that's what motivates. You know, I mean, we can talk because it isn't just one specific thing. It's a bunch of little different things, and it's a lot like think of your favorite singer, think of your favorite song, and you know that you know from one day to the next. Some days you just need a different kind of song to motivate you, and that's. Um, it's funny we had and I'm talking about support groups again because I think they're very important and Dan and I belong to an in-person support group here in Michigan but I also belong to an online support group and at our last ANCAN meeting which is an online support group I'll make sure to put the link in the show Um, at our last support group meeting a member of our group made the point that the, how did she say it? It was so insightful. Um, the, the less you can do, the less, wait, that's what it was. It was the less you do, the less you can do. And mm. I didn't know at first. I was like, eh, I don't know if I agree with that. But then I'm like, you know, that is true. The less I do for myself, the less I can do for myself. And maybe it's like physically, if you can't do it, you can't do it. But if you mentally can stay engaged and you don't give up your will to to try or to want to do it. You know, I know, Dan, when you help me, if I'm eating dinner or if... Jen, for example, helps me put on my shoes. 
I don't just sit back and say, okay, fine, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> I want to stay engaged and stay motivated that someday I'm going to be able to do it for myself. I mean, certainly that's how I can continue moving on. You know, it's been over 20 years since I walked. And I think it would be very easy just to get depressed and give up. But I want to stay passionate that I want to walk again. And the less I do, the less I can do. And so I'm going to just keep active if it means going to my exercise class once a week or eating well, even though I really like my Chinese (laughs) food and my sweets. But just, you know, to stay engaged and just to stay motivated to move forward. And I think then, too, a lot of what um, motivates me in this um and I just I talk about my faith, you know. You talk about the faith and what drives you, and um, so then, yeah, lots of prayer, lots of reflection, lots of thinking, and then you know, for as we saw, talk about Springsteen lines or memes or motivational things. But I mean, then I did, you know, turning to the Bible and finding the the verses in the Bible that gives you the reassurance, at least for me, as um, a you know, just for me and my faith. And the one thing I know when I was first diagnosed with MS and just the one uh, line, the verse was from Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. And it, um, and I always thought that like, you know, when I die, you know, of course we have our own visions of heaven and what that's going to look like. But just, you know, that I could do something with this disease you know, and make a difference and show up and maybe help and connect with others and just that, you know, to be able to be there and just say, you know, I, this is from the, um, the verses like, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith, you know, and it's yeah. just that, that it's just like, you know, that I know that I can do this and just in the strength that I get from my faith, from, you know, my, my, belief in you know god um is this like you know that because then you realize you're not alone you and and that it's um and i think again that's why you take and you don't internalize make internalize and make the disease all about you you know i don't make it all about me um i just try and think how else are other people who's 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 looking to me to for inspiration who's looking to me um to find hope and if i can do that um you know that 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 motivates me it's almost like the sense of somebody's counting on me to do well and that is motivation like that's that's something powerful and it's i don't want to say the people that depend on you the people that count on you and the people, you know, it's just like we've often talked about the people that you need to ask for help Mm -hmm. for as much as you need them to help you. The people that help you appreciate having the opportunity to help. And so that, that symbiotic relationship. Right. And so I think that that piece of scripture that really, 
It's insightful and it's powerful. And thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Again, I think there's there's just so much, and it, and so much depends on what day it is, you know. And it, do you do you need? It's like, do you need, um, when you're talking music, do you need a love song today or do you need rage rock? Do you need something yeah. that's going to make your hair blow out or do you need something that you can just embrace yourself and just finding, finding the beauty, you know, and appreciate. I think that's the other thing too, is just being grateful for what I have. I mean, I could talk about everything that I've lost because of the disease and, and that, that's where. And and it happens, and we do, but it's just like, but what else, what have I found? What have I found as a result of living with the disease? I mean, I'm sitting across from her, you know? I mean, it's just like, <laughs> but, you, but, you, and but like, I mean, and the, vice versa. and it's just like finding and appreciating the blessings of everything, the blessings of a sunrise, a sunset, you know, the smell, I mean, smell of we have Italian baking in the oven, you know, it's just like, yeah, you know, just that. And the, the senses that I still have, that I still can do things. And that's really powerful and a good perspective. And what motivates you is you, you yourself have to motivate your, your day-to-day existence. And again, reaching out to the community, reaching out to your friends and your family and if you ever feel alone, there, there's, there's somebody there for you, and and just reach out and. Yeah, it's like don't don't close yourself off. I mean, and sometimes you know we're not sitting here lecturing and stuff, and just really these are just giving tips for ways to help. It's just like, you know, it and it's easy to um, not want to do or say anything, but it's just like just reach out and. One thing, it may sound cheesy and just this is when you're having a down day, just write three things that you're thankful for. Mm -hmm. I mean, your gratitude journal, and I've heard that talked about so often, but it sincerely works. Oh, absolutely. You know, when you're having a really tough day, just to remember, oh, yeah, I saw I saw a little kid eating ice cream or I got to pet a puppy or listen to some really good music. Just my dad told me a joke or just those little dumb things that will remind you that you have a lot to be grateful for. And so that that gratitude is motivating and I think that I hope we answered the question. Yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, that in in response to the question of what keeps us motivated, and and we've we've gone on about this. I mean, we could we could talk a lot more about it, but we want to hear from you out there in listener land. I mean, just send us a message. You know, we talked about uh, through our email is a couple takes on ms at gmail dot com, and also on our website is a couple takes on ms. Dot, I guess, yes, a couple takes on ms.com. It's like all of a sudden throwing off my yeah. emails and whatnot. Um, and then we're active on social media. And um, it, it is just a community, multiple sclerosis. We've been given this disease, but we need to reach out to each other and realize that a lot of different people 
motivate themselves and get through the day. And if we share motivation or tips and tricks, that is good for all of us. Absolutely. So we appreciate your, actually appreciate that question. Um, and we also appreciate then uh, following up to hear from the other listener uh, who gave insights to other things about the cost of living with multiple sclerosis. And so that in short is high level discussion of that which motivates us as a couple takes on MS. And so um, look us up online and um, we will check in with you next time. Thanks for taking the time today. And until then, I'm Dan Digman and I'm walking. I'm Jennifer Digman who's rolling. And we are a couple takes on MS and together we're moving forward. Take care.